Welcome to Streams of Income with self-help author Ryan Rieger. For the next hour, you'll hear proven methods for how to live the multiple income streams dream. Ryan is passionate about helping others discover their gifts and start their own business. He's published five books, and his courses and group coaching programs have changed the lives of thousands of students all over the world. Ryan's books include Private Label, The Easy Way, Finding Your Grace Place, and his latest, Streams of Income. And now, here's your host, Ryan Rieger. Hey guys, welcome back to the Streams of Income radio show. I'm your host, Ryan Rieger, and today we are chatting with my friends and Legends members, Jason and Haiti Marshall. Uh, they literally started out with zero dollars. They sold a book, a Dave Ramsey book that got them started. Guys, there are so many ways to do this business. And there are a lot of members, a lot of students of ours that are doing this, starting out with literally zero dollars and zero experience. In fact, my friend and uh, Legends team member, uh, Honey Woods and I just did a webinar on Wednesday night about how you can also get started with literally zero dollars and zero experience. You can watch the replay in the show notes um, on this um, episode. This is episode 105. We'll have a link right in the show notes, but also we are doing an insane promotion for our Legends community, a $1.45 day trial. And what's significant about this is that our Q4 groups start up in mid-September. So if you jump in now into our Legends community, you'll get the Q4 groups for free. You can even test out the Q4 groups as well during this 45-day trial because it overlaps. And now if you decide not to continue in Legends, you wouldn't be in the in the Q4 groups either. You could pay for that separately. Um, but as a Legends member, you get free access to the Q4 groups. So this is an insane promotion, one that we have never done before, um, might not ever duplicate. And this promotion ends on next Sunday evening. So jump in there. The link, the link will be in the show notes, but it's amzlegends.com forward slash 45-D-A-Y, amzlegends.com forward slash 45 D-A-Y to get you that insane $1.45 day trial and also um, access to the beginning of our Q4 groups just in the trial. So um, do that. And um, I'm excited to bring you this interview with Jason and Haiti. It's a fun one. Uh, Jason's a former pastor and he actually goes over, brings out a three-point sermon. They're ABCs of, uh, of an Amazon business. It's a lot of fun. Um, great episode. You're going to love it. Here it is. This is uh, Jason and Haiti Marshall. How many times do you get Heidi? All the time. And yeah. I'm okay with it. I get Heidi or Katie. Katie. Interesting. Like, it's fine. If I'm going <laughs> to meet someone and continue a relationship, then I'll correct. And you'll tell them. <laughs> Question. Did Jason ever call you Heidi? No. Okay. No. <laughs> no. That's good. I knew, uh, I knew Haiti for a couple of years. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's we, good. So we, we never had to cross that bridge. That's awesome. Well, my wife's name is Melaine, as you guys, you guys got to meet her in Nashville, and she gets Melanie all the time. So I understand what that's like. My name's easy. So is yours, Jason. So yeah. cool. Tell me, guys, this, let's just get to know you. Where are you guys from? How'd you get started on this journey, your business journey? You can go back before that if you want anything relevant. Uh, we just love hearing Legends folks' stories. So yeah. Right. Well, um, um, I'm originally from the Richmond, Virginia area, and uh, we're still in central Virginia in a town called Chester. And uh, so, yeah, I grew up here. I went to 
went to elementary school, middle school, high school in this area, and uh, and uh, grew up in the church. Was a, uh-huh. um, I wasn't a PK or anything like that, but eventually became pastor in the church um, following my time at Oral Roberts University. Yeah. And uh, and then uh, three years after the youth pastor thing, I met Hedy, and uh, she was actually one of my youth leaders. And then after that, um, started dating, got married. And uh, we just celebrated 10 years of marriage. Yep. Awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. Thank you. Yay. Baby number five. So I know. Yeah. And that's requirement for being part of legends. You have to be part of a large family, right? Yes. No, we've met so many legend families with like seven kids. I know. Well, oh, okay. We got to, you know, catch you up. You got to hurry up. Connie, you got to catch up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, uh, <laughs> We just put our kids to bed and oh no it's okay if they come down and interrupt it's truly okay where it did not matter this is the way it is here yeah um and then for me i um i'm from panama so um grew up there came here to right to richmond um i was about eight and then like uh, jason said we met at church and i come from a large family i'm the third of nine wow. so um we we're enjoying just being a part of the church. And then God called Jason, <laughs> called us out of ministry. And uh, we thought it's going to be so easy just finding another job. He went mm-hmm. to Old Roberts University. He had a four-year degree. Um, yeah. So we were like, it's going to be so easy. I just figured, you know, you know, 13 years in one job. Of course, everybody's going to want to hire me. Yeah. Right. What was your degree in? Uh, communications. Okay. Uh, so it's like a business communications degree. Yeah. Officially, my major was organizational interpersonal communications. Okay. Um, I don't know what that really means, to be honest with you. They changed <laughs> the name of it now. What kind of job, like if you were really looking for a job right now, what kind of skills, what kind of jobs does that translate to? It's it's like HR and okay. like human resources and okay. dealing with numbers. Yeah, yeah, public speaking. I had a lot of public speaking classes. Okay. Um, I didn't actually, didn't, even though I'm good with numbers, I had very few numbers classes. Okay. I took a stats class where, to be honest with you, nobody really knew what the teacher was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I had a good buddy who uh, helped me through the class, and he explained things to me. And uh, I got, right. I think I got eight in the class. But, uh, but yeah, it was a, it was a great time. It's like a business communication, like communication okay. business. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, it, it took a little longer to uh, get anywhere with hiring and. And I had always had like a side job working mm-hmm. from home, watching children, that sort of thing. Um, but then I kind of got out there out of the house to start working once he left the ministry mm-hmm. and um, kind of put out there on Facebook uh, through a Dave Ramsey group about side hustles and got, okay. got in contact with um, Silent Sales Machine and here we are. Awesome. You're one of the yeah, ones that, yeah, Dave Ramsey's group. We have a lot of people that come our way through that group. That's awesome. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, one of the things that people always assume they hear, I left the ministry. They assume something bad happened. And that wasn't, that wasn't the case. Right. Just to clear that up. Yeah. Right. It was a new, uh, it was just a new season. And, uh, yeah. and this is David, by the way. Hey, David. Um, and, uh, so anyway, so it was a new season and, uh, so uh, I was like, Lord, what do you want me to do next? Yeah. Did you, um, did you leave uh, your ministry job? Um, you, it sounds like you left it and didn't really know what the next step was. That's right. 
Yeah. Wow. It was a a leap of faith for sure. Just obedience. Sometimes you just have to do those things so that the next door can be opened. Yeah. So I signed up to do like Grubhub and DoorDash and Uber Eats. Yeah. Did did a little bit of Uber Lyft kind of stuff. Um, Just a transition and a substitute teacher for a while. Yeah. Did you have some reserve cash that you were able to help live on or were you just able to just make money with those Uber, yeah. Uber Eats, DoorDash type stuff? Yeah, we had, we had saved some money. Yeah. And, yeah, and we, because of our lifestyle with Dave Ramsey, like we've always been very frugal, uh-huh. uh, very like we budget um, pretty tightly. So that's definitely one, one thing I'll straight up, I'll um, give us a tip for those that are doing um well, the community mm-hmm. is trying to have your finances in order <laughs> because when you're trying to have a business in order, um, if you can have your finances in order, your personal finances, your budget, it helps so much because you already have that mindset of, you know, not spending too much saving for when the months are tight. Right. So yeah. That helped us a lot. That's awesome. So you found Jim through in our community, my silent team community through Dave Ramsey's group. And so you just, um, did you go into the, my silent team group and kind of hang out for a little bit or what yeah. was your first, uh, first product you personally proved the proven Amazon course or coaching or legends or what? Well, yeah, we hung out in the Facebook group. We listened to a ton of podcasts. Uh-huh. I mean, we drove a lot. He drove, I drove like an hour every night to go to work. Um, and so we just listened to those podcasts all the time. They were great. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the first thing we purchased was actually the training, right? Yep. We did the advanced uh, replants training. Oh yeah. In person. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Jimmy said that he came and taught you guys, right? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right from scratch. We knew a little bit about selling on uh, Amazon, but, um, we really, I mean, we, we jumped in pretty cold to be honest with you. Yeah, I, I'm like I barely knew what an ASIN was. Yeah, when, when we did the so you said you knew a little about Amazon. What was your pre- experience um, on Amazon or e-commerce prior to that? Um, we we like we didn't have um, Prime. We hardly shopped on Amazon, <laughs> like because of our budget. We were just very like yeah. we don't need to do anything extra. Sure. Um, so we were not really Amazon users. We didn't know much about the business. Um, and the first products I, I sourced were just books from around the house. <laughs> I sold my Dave yeah. Ramsey book and that sold really fast. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> because well, that like, gave you the confidence. You're like, okay, this works. Yeah. This something, yeah. I sold something. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, financial books sell fast. Diet mm-hmm. books sell fast. Um, yeah. I went to Goodwill's in the area, did the scanning. I watched YouTube okay. videos to also kind of help me give, give me tips on yeah. books. And, and it helped a lot. It built my confidence up. Yeah. And um, just knew that, okay, things could sell. I could just send things in. There might be mm-hmm. still some books on the Amazon shelves. I don't know. Right. How much of it you guys think, just a side question, just thinking for everybody else, how much of it do you think this is just a confidence issue versus a knowledge issue? Mindset, confidence. Yeah, I think it's confidence is a huge piece of it. Yeah. Because it yeah. really is a simple business model. I mean, there isn't... Yeah. There isn't like this complicated set of skills that you have to learn to be able to do right. business. Now, if you yeah. really want to grow the business, um, we're in the advanced replants mastermind right now. And, yeah. and you know, that, that does take some growing skills, some things you have to develop. But to get started, sure. I mean, you, you don't need a lot of money. 
Um, but you, you definitely need the right mindset. Yeah. Um, and you definitely need to have confidence that I can do this. Yeah. Absolutely. But just like, I'm going to go to the store. I'm going to find a book that sells. I'm going to find a mm-hmm. product that sells. We went to sourcing at two stores today. The first one, not so great. The second mm-hmm. one, better luck, not yeah. luck, but you know, we found more right. products. So it's just like, okay, I'm going to do, I'm going to find products. Yeah. Um, this is where the Lord has me and it's for a yes. reason. Just pep talk yourself up. And, yes. Yep. Yeah. That's awesome. Where God guides, he provides. Yeah. So, Absolutely. Yes. Yeah. If you know you're in the right place, you're supposed to be doing this business. Just trust him to provide you. I, I remember one time, I don't know if you guys remember this or how long ago it's been since I mentioned this story, but it was a, a Q4 one year walking into a world market. Do you guys have those in Virginia? I don't think so. It's a huge it's a place where you can go in there and find all kinds of things from around the world, like uh, you know, furniture and you know food, like package type food, like cookies and tea and from all over the world. Um, and so we walked into this huge store. I had no idea where, where to even start. It was Black Friday. And I'm like, where do I go? There's Everything's on sale. So I just prayed, Lord, show me the good stuff. Yeah. I remember that prayer. And I just, it wasn't like, I heard of audible voice. I said, go to the back of the store. I just kind of felt led to go to the back of the store. You know, I had like a hunch. So I went to the back of the store and there was a whole wall of tea. Uh, and it was, the brand was called T Forte, F-O-R-T-E. It was all buy one, get one half off, which wasn't a huge sale. But when we started, and this was before reverse sourcing days, before we knew to do reverse, we just were scanning the barcodes and we bought thousands of dollars worth of tea in that day. And we continued to sell that tea for a long time. But uh, yeah, I'll show you. I'll show you where it is. Yes. Yeah. It's just having that confidence. And even when the whole day, you might only get one thing, like go back yeah. the next day, keep going. Absolutely. I did take a couple of weeks off from sourcing because I was very nauseous in the beginning of the pregnancy. And right. you do get rusty after a while, yeah. like I did. So you've got to keep it up. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a good tip. So did you guys start with um, things around your house because you wanted to start this with no money down or because you just, you needed to, or we really wanted to, uh, to learn how to do the model. Yeah. Uh, we, I mean, we were listening to every single podcast. Wow. So we'd hear what the things that Jim would talk about on the podcast and say, yeah, let's just start with what we hear, see in the house. Yes. And, but this was no money down. And that's, that's basically yeah. really what I hated it. At that point, I was listening to the podcast. Okay. And we heard about refunds, but yeah. not, um, uh, we hadn't really started yet. Yeah. We knew we wanted to get both in and make it turn into a business and not just. Yeah. Like that's awesome. So how long have you been, when was that when you were, when you sold that first book? Um, it was probably October, 2019. Yeah. 2019. Okay. And do you, you mind sharing like what your sales are like right now? Last 30 days? Um, well, we were definitely not where we were. No. I'll, I'll admit that. No. Um, we were, we had peaked. I won't say exactly where we're at right now, but I will say we peaked. We were averaging about 20,000 a month for several months. That's awesome. So the reason I asked you, because it doesn't matter what you say, whether you say it was 5,000 or 50,000 or 500,000 a month, it's the fact that you started with $0 and you're at 20 some thousand a month. That's incredible. And yeah, it, it is right. It gives people hope that like, hey, I don't have to start this business with tens of thousands of dollars. You can if you want. But literally, if you're sitting there and you're trying to scrimp, you need to, or you just want to, you just want to either you have to go the low, low, low risk route, or you just you need to because you just don't have anything. You literally can 
grab things around your home like you did and see what sells and stuff will sell. Sell it on Facebook Marketplace, sell it on eBay if you have to, to get that money, then pour it into Amazon, do the replens model. But I love that how you did that. I love your story and love that you you treated it as a business right from the beginning. It wasn't just you were just trying this thing, but you still started off small, but with the mindset of knowing that, hey, this is this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. That's cool. Yeah, absolutely. It was it was good because we just you now we, we needed to start where we were. Yeah. And we need to explore because, you know, I've listened to the first few podcasts. I'm like, what are they talking about? It's was, it was inspirational, but yeah, like I was saying earlier, it took me a long time to get what ASIN was. Well, yeah. like you were saying, Ryan, like it's important to, to remember where we came from. It's kind of like sharing our testimony and yes. remembering when we hope to get 500 a month, when we hope to right. get 1,000 a month. And um yeah, it, it's so important to just remember where we where we all start from, mm-hmm. where how far we've come. <laughs> yes, yeah. I wrote an email a couple of weeks ago called I think something about look look where you are, or look around you, or something because it's so easy to bury our head down. We're all climbing up this mountain, and it's so easy to look down and not look around because we're so busy just trying to climb up and get to that next level of sales or wherever our, we are in our business. You sometimes just got to stop and look how far you've came. Like, oh my gosh, yes. like look where we are now. Like if you go back to yourself, you know, in uh, August of 2019, for example, and if you could tell yourselves then where you are now, you'd probably be like, oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's so cool. Can't believe it. It's so easy to get down at it right now. And you might look at somebody who's doing 200,000 a month and thinking, ah, we're failures. We're not doing anything. We're, mm-hmm. what are we, what are we doing? Why are we even doing this? But it's, it, it, it but resist that get rid of that mindset where you're comparing against other people. You're on your own race. You're running your own journey and just be thankful for where you are. Cause it's so far above where you started, which is cool. Yeah. Right. And if you don't have, you know, if you don't have a lot of money, invest your time. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if, you don't have, if you don't have a lot of time, invest your money. Absolutely. Now, just figure out what do you have in your hands yeah. that you can uh, utilize. Yeah. yeah. So how long did you do the books? Um, actually not very long. I think we did like 10 books. I think mm-hmm. I just did that first shipment okay. boxes, and then that was it. Um, then after that, okay. I was like, should I continue? Um, got him on board and then we just jumped right into the training. So mm. for us, the real turning point was, um, when Jimmy did the podcast with uh, Jim about the, uh, We'll fly to your hometown. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think I, right around episode 242, 243. I think. Yeah. Did you know immediately when you watched, listened to that, that you were neat, you needed to sign up for that? It, it was definitely, mm-hmm. a, oh, yeah, it was sure. a bad thing. We had actually called for coaching and uh-huh. we just couldn't agree. We were like, <laughs> we were bickering with each other. We just, there was no peace. Yeah. And then this coaching opportunity came up. And I thought, I'm going to ask him, but he probably will say no. I don't know what's going to happen. And he was just on board from the beginning. So I was like, well, that's why we couldn't agree for the first coaching, because God wanted us to take this coaching. Yes. And we really needed the hands-on training. Like, yeah, we just didn't, we didn't know anything. Yeah. So yeah. We, we just felt like, you know, it's, it's, worth, it's worth it at this point. We know what we're doing. We've heard about the opportunities in community. Yeah. Just trying to figure out where to start. Yeah. And we wanted to start on the right foot. Um, in such a way that we knew if we make this investment, it's going to pay off in the long, long run. Awesome. So you can point back to that one, that one move right there that launched you for real. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. That's yep. cool. And then uh, there was December, 2019 that we were, uh, 
we were in the stores with Jimmy and Brittany. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, we uh, did Dollar Tree and uh, two other stores. Yep. Yeah, Walmart. <laughs> yep. And uh, great. It's just nice to be able to have that experience and then we can help others um, yes. and just say, you know, just keep it up. <laughs> it's yeah. very kind of boring standing there, but it's, it's worth <laughs> it. Hey, he's uh, stated goal to Jimmy at that time was that you wanted to be on the podcast. Yeah, I had shared that with Jimmy originally, and uh, that was an opportunity we got to to be with Jim. Awesome. That was on, I think, episode 336. Okay. Was that episode? Okay. Um, 336, January 2021. Awesome. I love it. Love it. Uh, very cool. I can, yeah, I've been on his podcast too, and it's fun. It's just kind of like, wow, because, like, you know, I, I I got into this business because of Jim too. And it's like, you know, to be on his podcast is like, wow, so cool. You know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And I heard your podcast with him yeah. in the beginning. Um, mm-hmm. and how you, you won that uh, contest or, you know, whatever. Yep. That was <laughs> yeah. like my turning point, just like your yeah. turning point with, um, it was a big investment for me too. Yeah. And so that uh, I can definitely point back to that. It was like the start of the journey. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So how long did you, um, or uh, tell me about the, that, that training with them in person, was there a light bulb moment or what did you feel like you got from that? That was like, so that so changed your business. Uh, we really, we learned the foundation for how to do replants. Okay. Um, so a lot of times you can do replants and not know if you're doing it the right way. You could do it the wrong way for a long time. It's kind of mm-hmm. like, um, I could put it this way. Let's say you have a really difficult homework assignment and you don't know if you're doing it right and you do it all. And then the next day you get to class, you find out you did the whole thing wrong. <laughs> so lots of things you could have done differently. Yes. Definitely that way with math, right? Okay. If you don't, if you can't do the math correctly, you do all your homework wrong. You just waste it. Right. <laughs> we knew that we needed, we wanted to do it the right way. We didn't want to waste our time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So that was the value of the training right there. So make sure yeah. that we set, we put all the foundations in place. So number one was all about sourcing the first day. Yeah. So we sourced uh, about 75 products that day, 76 products. Wow. We had uh, done some training online with the Keepa, but just to have that person to person, like looking at the chart, yes, for this graph, just yes, for this product, no, for this product. This is why I think no, this is why I think yes. It just helped us so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it only yeah. took us about two or three hours to really get it. And, and I will say, we, like I said, we budgeted for our family finances, but we did take out a loan for this training um, okay. because there are some things that we're adults and we're like, you know, this is what we're going to do for our business, for our family. And, you know, you, every person has to decide that for their business, for themselves. If you're going to take out a business loan, or if you're going to wait and save up, like, mm-hmm. I think it's very important to just decide that for yourself and for your business. Mm-hmm. Yeah, did you guys use any credit cards at all at the beginning? I know you're Dave Ramsey people, so you probably didn't. But we're maybe Dave Ramsey people, but we're not. We do believe in credit cards. We're, we're, okay. not, we're not letter of the law. Okay. Yeah. So, did you have you used credit cards in your business at all? We have. Yeah. 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 We we actually basically converted our. Didn't really convert the credit card, but we uh, we still use a one credit card that we have open. Nice. Um, we but we just use it for business. We don't yeah. use it for anything else. Yeah. And uh, actually, I'm looking at uh, changing credit cards now. In terms of state of the business that we're in, we, we do need to move to a more of a business credit card so mm-hmm. that we can start thinking about, you know, if we have a shopper for us, what credit card yeah. they can be using. 
Yeah. Um, Has that so, really helped you? I assume it's probably helped you grow your business by being able to use that credit card. Oh, absolutely. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And what we, about so the, tell me about the folks who like um I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh yes. Um yeah, we always pay it off. We don't leave a balance mm-hmm. in there. Mm-hmm. Um when it's time to pay it, we make sure it's paid before the deadline. Yeah. Um yeah. And we've always been able to you no know, pay it off on time. We've, in terms of not having extra balance or looking for sure. Yeah. I think that's kind of a personal decision that everybody has to make. I mean, yeah, we use personal, we use business, credit cards in our business and we leverage them and get points and travel the world for free. And so there's a whole, that whole aspect. Um, but yeah, if it's, it's almost like a drug though, you gotta be careful. You, you can get in big trouble. So if you know that you're, it's like having a loaded gun, yeah. <laughs> you know, you may, may want to stay away from it. Um, but if you can use it responsibly, then it's definitely an awesome tool in your arsenal to grow your business quicker. And like I said, like we're so ju- we're so frugal and we budget so tightly that we're able to to manage it. Yeah, that's awesome. I think mm-hmm. anyone who's considering about credit card, you know, look at your personal past history on credit mm-hmm. cards. If if you've had a history where you're having trouble paying out credit cards, it may not be a good idea for you to go that route. Yeah. Um, so I, I would definitely say you want to be very careful about that. Yeah, you yeah. definitely want to be careful about that. And even mm-hmm. taking out loans, like uh, you might need to do some other side jobs um, mm-hmm. because you don't want to get into a hole that you can't get out of fairly quickly. Right. Absolutely. Jason, how soon did it take you to look at what she was doing? Like, oh, I'm on that. I'm going to quit the Uber Eats thing and go all in on the Amazon business. Sure. Um, it took me from the time we did the training to uh, this past January uh, to really transition from doing that uh, yeah. to doing one thing full time. Now, I will say, because we slowed down, um, I'm actually doing a breeds again <laughs> um, because this, that's just part of the journey that we're on right yeah, now. Sure. And I do think building a business, I know the people who succeed is it's not the people who, who are um, who are doing it full time. Full time necessarily is how, how do you handle the valley? You've got to get through the valley. Yep. It, that's just part of the journey. Yep. And, and that's that's how you train others. You, you got to yeah. know how to handle the high points and the low points. Sure. To yep. work your way through it. Yeah, things definitely get slower in the summer. That's just normal. But Q4 is around the corner. So just hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've, Everything. We've uh, ooh, one thing I will say, we, we definitely rode the COVID wave. Yes. <laughs> I mean, we rode yeah, did, what was your business like last year during COVID? Did it just explode? Yeah, it absolutely exploded. <laughs> it exploded when that um, lockdown happened initially. So that it went, we went from like five thousand dollars to twelve thousand dollars. Oh my gosh! And then um, when it, we peaked out in January, we were at thirty-one thousand. And that's oh. of course that's when the second big lockdown happened. We yeah. January. Yeah. We stayed up there until things started opening up again. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. And I will say, like, don't stop sourcing because I was kind of like, we're good, you know. I don't have to really source, uh-huh. yep. <laughs> but that was a no-no. Yes. <laughs> we source new products. Yeah. Kate's um, on here. Yeah. She would tell you the same thing. You got to keep feeding the beast. Yeah. You stop shipping out stuff. You, your checks start getting lower and lower. Yes. <laughs> and really for us, it wasn't so much that we, we weren't sourcing or shopping. It's just, we were doing so much shopping. Mm-hmm. We didn't have to much time sourcing. Yeah. So, you know, and that's true for, you know, as a business grows you know, in the beginning, you know, you want to source 30 new replants a month, 30 yeah. replants every day. So improvements, if you wanted to grow, you've got to do that in the beginning. Yeah. But yeah. You know, if you're doing 30,000 a month, 
you know, you need to be thinking about, okay, how much, how much sourcing is it going to take to keep mm-hmm. that up? 30 viewpoints isn't going to do it. Right. <laughs> Probably need yeah. to at least 60, maybe, maybe even a hundred um, yeah. uh, products every month uh, to, to be able to keep up what you're doing. Cause it's just a matter of scale. Absolutely. All business doesn't, uh, it's not going to be as hard to build up your, you know, your sales as you're growing up here. It's going to take a lot more sourcing in order to, mm-hmm. to, to keep it out. Yep. Yeah. Are you guys doing everything all in house or uh, shipping, prepping all that yourself? Everything. Yeah. But everything's right. Um, right here in this house, actually it's in this room that we're sitting in. Right <laughs> Got, uh, three shelves stacked up with stuff right now. Okay. Behind us with uh, more stuff. I'm going to go buy a little more tomorrow. All right. You have two brothers, two teenagers uh, from our church that help us. They oh, nice. And then we have our teenager, our daughter. She also helps um, when she's able to. So we do have some hands. And now that the, the, the brothers can pretty much send out a shipment on their own, Jason's mm-hmm. going to source when they're here because, you know, it's like, well, they're handling that. We're paying them. So now we've got to make some more money. And he's going to source and I'm going to stay here, supervise yeah. and that sort of thing. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. We definitely had some ABCs that we wanted to make sure we share tonight. Yeah, let's do it. Yeah. So we, uh, yeah, this, we've been sharing a story. We wanted to make sure everybody had a chance, an opportunity to remember, um, I guess, three three points here. I, I guess this yeah. is the pastor and me coming up with ABCs. Let's do it. The three points. Open Everybody open your Bibles. Yeah, yeah, that's right. All right. Um, that actually opens us up to our first point. The A is always uh, be looking for new, new streams of income, new income mm-hmm. streams. Um, and, you know, obviously in the replens model, you always need to be looking for new products. Yep. So, uh, but once you've got that business established, you need to be thinking about private label. You should be mm-hmm. thinking about sale. Um, you should be thinking about whether or not you want to be coaching. Um, when I transitioned out of ministry, the f- first thing I had to figure out is what, what am I going to do? So um, my brother, I have an identical twin, actually. Uh, his name's Kevin. And uh, he's actually an SEO specialist. Uh-huh. He pointed out a book to me that everybody used to read. If, if you, he's been on the podcast for me. Oh, yeah. My gosh. He's one of my, he's a good friend of mine. Yeah. Dan Miller. Yes. Right? Dan Miller was actually on one of the podcasts. Yeah. And uh, with Jim. Yeah. And uh, so, the, yeah, that book just really talks about how to, how to find work. It, it has to do with work ethic. Um, Dan's got all kinds of income streams. He's actually got a mastermind group. Yep. interested in finding a mastermind group to join. Uh, he does that. Um, we can get on his email list. I still get his emails all the time. Yep. And, uh, but you, you need to be thinking about, okay, what, what other income streams are, are, are there out there? Yeah. You might mm-hmm. share. Yeah. I know in the legends conference, I talked to, I gave a lot of my ideas. You know? Yeah. We can talk about that too. Flesh out that more. If there's any other things you want to chat about, we can do that right here if you want. <laughs> no. no, but I mean, I think with all of us who are entrepreneurs and business owners, like we just have so many ideas and um, kind of don't stop there. Keep, keep looking out your ideas and searching them out um, mm-hmm. and, and finding, finding those products, but also what else does God have for you? Yes. Um, whether it may be starting a YouTube channel with steps on how to do something or mm-hmm. a podcast. So I think that's just our big thing is, is always look for other ways to, to provide income. Yeah. I mean, even for me, like, you know, I said, I had to go back out to do Uber Eats and DoorDash and Grubhub. Uh-huh. And I told my brother also told me about that. Yeah. And I told him the other day, Hey, I gave myself a race. 
I, I went out and went to a higher income area and I'm actually doing better out there. Nice. I just had to think like a business person. Where's the money? Yes. Um, where's the best place to be? And Absolutely. So might be a little bit more intentional about um, how I spend the time. Yeah. You know, I actually think this kind of life maybe isn't for everyone, though. Mm-hmm. Not everyone wants to be out there, like, looking for something else to do or hustling, right. you know, like, and that's fine. You sure. know, someone might just want to work under someone and, you know, not have to deal with all this kind of hustle and bustle. And that's fine, too. But if you do like it, if it does excite you, mm-hmm. then keep it up. <laughs> right. That sometimes sounds kind of nice, doesn't it? Like, when you have bad days, you're like man, wouldn't it be nice to go back just to have a regular job? And then at five o'clock, I go home. I don't even have to think about my job until the next day. There are some advantages of that for sure, but yes. you're, you're giving up your freedom. And so yes. do you want that? It just really depends. And not, you're right. My brother is, uh, is not an, an entrepreneur at all. He needs that structure. He needs somebody to tell him when to go to work, when to leave, how much time he has off. He thrives under that. He would not do well if he was had his own business. And that's just the way he's wired. Right. But I'm wired completely differently. And I'm, you know, glad to be able to do what I do. It's, you know, it's how God made me. So it's fun. Yeah. All right. So we, we went through the A. Um, <laughs> I love it. B is, is basically be intentional about setting goals. Mm. And um, for us, goals is just a really big one. I think we talked to you. Well, we did talk to you about it and how, um, yeah, just setting your goal and then kind of working backwards from your goal and then breaking it down into, okay, this month, I want the end goal to be four months from now. So Mm. every month I'm going to, what am I going to do to end at that end goal? And um when we drove home from the legends conference, I was writing down notes and we were making plans and we were really like, okay, we have all this information and we got to set goals. We have to figure out step-by-step how we're going to do these. And um, for July, for June and July, we said, we're going to do 50 replans. We're going to get 50 replans. Mm-hmm. And we met those goals. Awesome. And I think having exactly laid out what you want, putting it up on your wall, just kind yes. of, having that reminder um, is really important. And then just communicating it with your business partner or with an accountability person or with a community. I love that. Walk me through that. We're about to hit into go into Q4 here pretty soon. It's right around the corner. Um, Somebody, because not everybody's good at goal setting or feel like they're not good at goal setting. So help us, you know, let's, let's talk to somebody who's not at your level or even if they are, you, I, what you just said there, no matter where you are, you, you're always trying to get to a higher level. What's your goal setting process? What's that look like for you? Cause it maybe it like might be something that somebody else be like, yes, the way she explained it or the way he explained it makes sense. Now I'm going to use that. You do it that way. Okay. So I think um, you have to set time to make goals. So you can't just say, I'm going to make a goal and then never set time and actually do it. So mm-hmm. your goal actually might, your first goal might be to set a goal. <laughs> yeah. So it, right. it, might, it might actually be that simple. Yes. So, um, I had a uh, pastor friend of mine, he used to use the concept of a crawl, walk, and run. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to think in terms of crawl, in terms of, okay, what's crawling is a very, very simple step. So what's mm-hmm. maybe there's a crawl step that you need, you need to make. Uh, it could be uh, setting aside 10 minutes just um, every day this week, just even come up with a goal, come up with three goals. And then by the end of the week, you might have like three goals. 
could be very simple. And maybe one of those steps is really tiny. It's a crawl. One of those steps is more like a walking step. Set a little bit of a bigger goal and then a running uh-huh. step. And that's kind of be a little bit of a leap of faith. Yeah. So you have separate, kind of like three separate goals for your business. Mm-hmm. Like, right. so it might be sales goals. Like for Q4, I want to hit, you know, that my crawl goal would be something I have to hit this. There's just no way I can't hit this. And it's much smaller than your walk and run goals that are. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Basically crawling, like crawling goals are uh, things just to get you going. Yeah. And the running ones are the big goals. It's like, so if I'm doing, I don't know, let's say you're doing 4,000 in sales right now. Mm-hmm. Your your goal for next month might be to do 8,000. Mm-hmm. That's a big, big jump from 4,000. Right. That might yeah. be your one step right now. Yeah. And so just break it down and, okay, so if I have these many ASINs right now, I'm going to need double. And yes. I'm going to take the double amount and break it into four weeks. So then yes. I you know, and, and Jimmy and, and others leaders have explained kind of this process, but sometimes we just need that reminder, like, don't mm-hmm. look at the huge number of 100 replans, but look at it as like 25 replans and then, um, and then actually set days to go and, and source. <laughs> I think that's yes. the part that we, we set these goals and then we just don't set the time to mm-hmm. the goals. But a goal mm-hmm. is really like a dream. You just you yes. dream about the the business that you want and then like i said like work backwards mm-hmm. because you definitely want to take your dream you want to turn it into a vision yes and a vision includes practical steps yeah and so now what are you going to do with those steps and now mm-hmm. you have this goal i want to hit 70 dollars for a month to say there's got to be steps to get there yeah. mm-hmm. um and it's okay if you don't hit all your goals mm-hmm. um you've got to you got to celebrate even the small the small victories that's right that's right. I like how you said to break the number of ASINs because some people will set a sales goal and like, okay, so I'm at 5,000 now and I got to want to hit 10,000, but that it just stops there because they don't know exactly what that means. Yeah. So it could be as simple as just doubling the ASINs. It, I mean, it can be more complicated than that if you want to get super complicated about it, but might as well make it simple. I'm selling yeah. this many SKUs right now, double that many. That's this many over the next each four weeks. And if I might have two shopping days, that's that many more, those two shopping days, try to break it down as simple as possible. Yeah. It's as simple and as little steps, but also give yourself like a little bit of um, just a higher, something higher to shoot for. Yes. So maybe ROI has to be 50 or more or yeah. 60 or more. Um, just kind of give yourself, don't just, take anything, you know, mm-hmm. make your standards a little bit higher. Right. Yeah. You might need to set the right kinds of goals too. Yeah. Now, let's say you want to get to, you're at 4,000 and you want to get to 10,000. Well, that might require that you need to invest in some systems to uh, measure your success and, and how well you're doing. Yeah. At some point, you know, if you have, let's say you have more than a hundred ASINs, you might need to consider getting a repricer yep. um, because your repricer makes a big difference. But if you have, if you have, let's say you, you already passed that goal and you have 300 ASINs, you might want to have Inventory Lab to make sure that you're able to manage and uh, manage what you have, get a better uh, read on your numbers because there are certain limitations that come in, into play. Uh, the more your business grows, mm-hmm. your systems and structures to have to be built to sustain what you're doing. Yeah, and Jimmy talks about those those plateaus that they experienced. They had to hire somebody to get over that. Yeah. And, and even something like getting inventory lab or, or getting a software, 
that can be a goal. Give yourself three weeks to research it, make sure your finances are in order. Um, just give yourself time before you register for that software program because that goal is going to cost money, you know? Mm -hmm. So just set yourself up to, to be successful in it. Um, I think. Yeah. That's good. Oh, yeah, like, about, yeah, go ahead. You can say, so like inventory lab, uh -huh. $49 a month. So, you, you know, you definitely, it's, it's worth the investment. It sounds like a lot of money in the beginning. Mm -hmm. It really, it really pays for itself pretty quickly. Oh, it totally does. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, talk to me about Q4 goals. So somebody who's not been through a Q4 before, talk, pretend like we have a whole audience of people listening, like this is going to be their first Q4. Um, and how, how would you instruct them to, what kind of goal do you even set um, for let's say that they're all at the $5,000 a month mark right now. Can you have, and I know it's going to be different. Let's let, you know, depending on how much time they have set aside and if they have extra cash. So everybody's going to be a different goal, but any kind of a gauge, like for somebody that's never been through a Q4, as far as should my goal be a hundred thousand a month or should just be double. And let's say that they all kind of had the same amount of time to work on it and they're all kind of equal. So, um, you know, what would you, how would you advise somebody on how to set a goal for Q4 that's never been through it before? Okay, great. I think I can answer that. So we were, um, last September, we were doing about 14000 a month. Uh -huh. And um, we really, honestly, we didn't really prepare so much for Q4. We thought, yeah, we, we got to, uh, we know we got to keep growing, right? Uh -huh. And so I would advise somebody right now, uh, you need to be doing a lot of sourcing. Mm. Uh, in the practice of doing a lot of sourcing now, because you're going to need that discipline from mm -hmm. October. Q4 is really starting to ramp up. Yeah. You're going to need the discipline to go out and look for those goals. Um, mm -hmm. That'll probably be my first one. I think my second one is on a Q4 group. Um, yeah. We went from 14,000 in September to 27,000 in December. Wow. And that was even without really trying to source yeah. more. Yeah, we didn't really do much to prepare for Q4, like uh -huh. any certain types of products or inventory. Um, we just kind of were like, we're going to just do the replan model. And, but we did notice that some items just sold more. So mm -hmm. maybe what we'll do is make sure that those items we have plenty in stock. And, um, but I think that was the main thing is we, we just kind of kept it even throughout the year yeah. without, without interrupting our normal everyday to focus on Q4, which maybe in the I'm sure we will in the future, but right now we're sure. just like, we just want to keep things going as smoothly as possible. Mm -hmm. And I would say too, that we, we, our best sourcing months last year, right around September, October. Okay. So we thought that we reaped the dividends of that come December. Yeah. And I mean, it, it made a big difference. Yeah. So you doubled. So, um, so somebody could, I mean, it's, I'd say safe, but a good goal might be to double what they're currently doing. Absolutely. On monthly sales. Absolutely. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. Now's yeah. the time to really establish some disciplines about sourcing. Yeah. Uh, no, every business has its seasons, right? So I would say definitely August, September is the time to ramp up your sourcing. Um, yeah. A little bit because it's not as busy this time of year, generally speaking. Yeah. And I would say, I guarantee you guys aren't going out. And um, this is another key point for somebody who maybe has never, you know, the folks in the legends group that we're talking to right now and, um, and other folk, I mean, they, they know that, you're not going out and thinking, ooh, these, uh, these games right here are going to be hot for Q4. Let's buy a bunch of those and hope it's not speculative. You're just buying more of what's already selling now because you know is you're just going to sell more of it in Q4. That's right. That's right. Yeah. yeah. 
So one of the things we learned last year was certain products that we sell sell real well during Q4. Yeah. We'll be yeah. ready for it this year. Yeah. Yeah. Are you going to go back into your inventory and look at what sold or your past sales and kind of get reminded? Oh, I forgot about that. Let's be on lookout. Look out for that when it comes out. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so yeah. So we have uh, we have the Replens dashboard. Mm-hmm. Replens dashboard is great for that because you can yeah like what what some of your sales were in the past. Absolutely. Yeah. And then, you know, you take a look at those uh, sales and you can use the Amazon seller app too. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been selling long enough now. We can see kind of the trends, uh, particularly a best-selling products, how much more they sold um, back then versus what they sell now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we haven't really sourced many toys. Um, I don't know if I feel like I'm intimidated by, by toys. Sure. Um, yeah. So I don't know. I mean, everyone's business is different. Uh, maybe I'll get the confidence to source toys soon. <laughs> I, I like smaller things and, and mm-hmm. smaller priced things. Right. But especially with all the, the CPC notifications people are getting from Amazon. It's uh, yeah. I was just recorded an episode with Jim just yesterday with Honey and Jimmy to talk about the Q4 groups. And they're kind of just predicting no, no inside knowledge or anything that they're Jimmy and Jim were saying, you know, somebody in Amazon is going to look at some figure in October, November and like, wow, we're down 48% on toy sales. What's going on? Well, it's because we, all these crazy violations and CPC requirements. So let's go tell the sellers that they can source toys again. They're they're just guessing. Nobody knows, but uh, that would be nice. So, yeah. Well, definitely too. I know. Assuming we're not in lockdown mode come December. Yes. Uh, Amazon's going to be saying, hey, we need to get our sales up. And I, we know that third-party sellers are um, people doing the most sales on Amazon. Yeah. So, uh, so I, I do think it works. It's going to work in our favor. I agree awesome. with that. All right. Yep. You got A, B, and what's the, what's the C? I love this. I'm glad you guys brought this up. <laughs> okay. So, so for those who uh, may have missed the early part, it's always look for uh, new income streams. B was be intentional about setting goals. And C is, uh, we want to talk about communication. Communication. communication okay. With your customers, uh, with your business partner, and with your community. Um, mm. The customers, you know, obviously, uh, you know, you want to be able to... Be on top of your messages and, you know, reply to customers and, you know, and reply to Amazon. But, so. but even like the presentation of products, mm-hmm. you know, make sure it looks clean. You want yeah. it to look professional. Yeah. Because that does make a difference, mm-hmm. um, you know, in, in the grand scheme of things. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then obviously, you know, we, we have each other for, for business partners. Yeah. Um, so you want, you want to be communicating with each other about, you know, the important things that are coming up. Um, but community, I think the big thing about community for me is you need to have a life outside of Amazon. You don't just live on the computer. And uh, so we just, uh, a few minutes ago, right before we came in here, we were involved in National Night Out. Um, with our neighborhood, Yeah. I mean, we're, we're a family of almost have five kids. And so we're very, very busy. And, and that's why we enjoy this business from home because we set our own hours. We are, we went to source this morning. Our teenager is really what makes it possible because she babysits for us. Yeah. But we're able to do things with our family, like go to a neighborhood event and be a part of the community and just be involved. And, but also it's important with our um, legends group community and, on zero to 100k group um just be involved and i know for me i'm not as involved because just my hands are really full with the kids and everything but um 
if you're new, if, if you're definitely having questions, yeah, just communication. Mm-hmm. You always want to resist isolation. Yeah. Yes. Uh, resist isolation as you get involved in community, um, both with the customers, with other sellers, um, and, uh, and and also just the people that your neighbors, the people that you live around. You know, obviously, if you're, if you're a believer, uh, you, you want to be involved in some kind of a local church. Mm-hmm. Uh, or you can have somebody to talk to and, and uh, just share life with. Yeah, and we've had so many, um, we've had a couple of, of couples talk to us and want us to help them understand this refunds business. Yeah. And, um, set up meetings with us. And, and that's another form of communication. And maybe you yes. can start a training on the side and, and charge for that um, because your time is important and valuable. And mm-hmm. um, Sure, it's great. Maybe the first initial meeting, just talk. And then after that, if they want more training and detail, you put a price on that. Um, and that's all part of communication because, you know, put yourself out there, let people know what you're doing. They're going to be impressed and mm-hmm. you know, want to know more. Yep. And what Jimmy says in the uh, Advanced Replants Mastermind Group that we're uh, part of right now is, uh, you know, your time's worth $100 an hour. So you, you need to think that way. If, if you're... Yes. You're in this business and you're serious about doing it. Uh, you know, you, you need to think in terms of, oh, no, how am I using my time? Yeah. Yes. And so, yeah. It makes you think twice about like wasting time on Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. I'm like, I just wasted a hundred dollars of my time. Like, right. you see football and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> when you're an entrepreneur, like you have to think that way. You're like, I cannot. You I mean, sure, schedule your time to relax, but sure. yeah, it's, it's been a great mm-hmm. tip for us. Yep. That's awesome. Wow. What other, are these, I love the ABCs. What other advice would you give people who are just getting started or uh, anything about just your journey? I mean, if you can do it, we, if, if we can do it, you can do it for sure. Mm. Uh, you know, you don't have to be, this is a very simple business model. Yeah. Very straightforward. I wouldn't, you know, uh, something I was thinking about today was if you're in the legends group right now and we speak to people who are selling at our level and maybe even above, um, you might be thinking about, you know, it's time for me to quit my full-time job or you're thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Um, there are so many incomes out there, so many income streams out there. And maybe, maybe you do need to take that leap away from your job. It's holding you back from growing your full-time business. I mean, I did it. Um, I'm still doing it, uh, doing, doing side gigs and stuff like that. Sure. Um, I can use the side gigs to supplement the business until the business is big enough to, for us to be able to hire people out and. Yeah. But that's not wasted time either. I'm sure you're listening to podcasts too, that, uh, cause it's kind of hard. I imagine it's kind of hard to be at home with your family and also listening to a podcast. That's kind of difficult, but you're in the car, it's just you. That's a perfect time to be consuming that content. You can get a university degree. Yeah. In, in Amazon and e-commerce and business in your car. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I did that the other night. I was just listening to uh, one of the mastermind groups I missed. So mm-hmm. I can find out about the other people in the group. I mean, and, and God's going to be with you no matter what, if you mm-hmm. made the wrong choice or the timing wasn't right. Like just pray about it. God's going to be with you. Um, and, and just sometimes you just have to take that leap of faith and obedience mm-hmm. and, and be able to, okay, now I don't have this thing to consume my time. Now I can focus right. all on. Yeah. 
Yeah. And I would add something that you guys just said that um, about the, your decision to go either the coaching route or the replans mass replans route, replan coaching is a uh, follow peace. You guys didn't have peace about that. Yeah. And then, so follow, make sure you follow peace in that area. And also make sure your spouse is on board. If you're going to make a decision to quit your job, obviously you both have to have a piece about it and you both have to be on board too. Cause you don't want to go home to your wife, honey, quit my job today. What? <laughs> that wouldn't be good. Absolutely. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it, it definitely gets you like excited to, okay, now we got to go source. Right. It's like, you both have to be on the same page, but it, it yes. is exciting. It is an exciting kind of life to, to find yeah. these products and have that mindset. I mean, mindset is huge. It's always talked about and, and yep. you think, okay, okay, that's enough, but it, it's needed. It's so necessary. Yes, it's like, it is gasoline and, and that we need our fuel for sure i'm just gonna say too if you're out there and you're listening to this right now and you're thinking well you know i really do want to leave my job or i know it's time for me to leave but i don't want to do the gig economy mm-hmm. i just talked to ryan Ryan's uh i've got the podcast multiple streams of income <laughs> he'll uh i'm sure he can help you out a little bit take a look at this book uh, dan miller book yeah i mean he'll give you all kinds of ideas of things you can do Help yes. with business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. And we got a business brainstorm in legends next. Uh, I think it's next week. It's going to be a zoom meeting where everybody can be on screen. that wants to be, you remember you guys were a part of the, the brain, the uh, breakout we had in Nashville where we all sat around. It was the multiple streams of income breakout. It's going to be kind of like that on zoom. Just like, Hey, Hey, Dean, Jason, tell me about what you're working on. And there's going to be some people I'm sure that are going to be quiet and not say anything. And that's cool. They're just going to be kind of listening in and just like, Hey, how can, how can we think through your business, other things you want to accomplish and how can you take steps towards that? So it'll be, it'll be a fun brainstorm session for multiple streams of income. Awesome. Cool. Well, thanks guys. So yeah. fun to get to see you in Nashville in May and Oh, everybody, we have a conference again. It's the family reunion in August or September 20. 20- third to the 25th here in here in dallas so cool. doing it again and jason i love your idea we're going to definitely I'll, without t- giving it away to everybody else definitely heading towards more of your what you were talking about with the the uh, agenda because i really oh, think okay, there's, cool. a, there's a lot there that'll make it so that it's different it's different i mean not like completely different than what we did but adding in a, a lot of that piece so that there's some time for people to actually like what you said goal setting you were in your car driving back thinking about goals what if we built that in to the agenda where they can actually have some time to think about that or work on their business? Hmm. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's yeah. like a support that comes full circle for, for our community. Yep. Because that's a, I think, yeah, I think that's part of it too with community. You know, when you're setting goals, you know, you may come up with a goal that's just fantastic. Um, but you, you don't have confidence in it, or you may come up with a goal that's really crummy that you think is really great. Uh, that's where a community can step in and really talk. You can talk to the community and say, hey, yeah. this is my idea. Is it a good idea? Right. And it might be a good idea between us, but everyone else realizes, ah, right. no. Or somebody is like, I already tried that. Yep. That's awesome. Or somebody else, can be like, that's a great idea. You know? <laughs> so, no, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Uh, community is a big part of it. Yeah. It is. It's huge. Cool. Thanks, guys. Appreciate you sharing your story. So fun to hear it. And, uh, yeah we'll see everybody in the group have a great night everyone all right bye
Hey, wasn't that an awesome interview with Jason and Haiti? They're so much fun to talk to. And uh, just wanted to remind you before I leave you guys and see you on the next episode that we are having an insane promotion for our legends community that Jason and Haiti are a part of a 45 day trial for only a dollar. Go to amzlegends.com forward slash four, five D a Y amzlegends.com forward slash four, five D a Y. And that also gives you access to the beginning of the Q4 groups. And if you continue in legends, you'll get access to the Q4 groups throughout the, through the end of the year. So excited to bring that to you. Um, just go to the show notes as well. You'll see more information about that and the replay of the webinar that Honey and I did on Wednesday night, because you too can create a business online. Even if you have $0, just like Jason Haiti, they started out with $0. You can also build a business just like that and become a success story. So I want you to become our next success story. We'll see you in the group. You've been listening to Streams of Income with self-help author Ryan Rieger. From right here in the Dallas Metroplex, Ryan teaches several entrepreneurial courses and group coaching programs to students all over the world. Be sure to listen next week at the same time for Streams of Income with Ryan Rieger.